Welcome to Storyberries Radio. You can read along with any of our stories all for free at our website, storyberries.com. Kidnapped to Planet G by Jade Maitre One day, Frogmore Frederick Suctionopolis XV landed from Planet G. He strode up the driveway and banged on Archie's window. Archie was sleeping. The noise woke him up. He pulled the curtains aside and bleary-eyed saw the space rocket parked on the front lawn. It was glistening with moon dust and squished bits of asteroid. Frogmore Frederick Suctionopolis XV, standing at the window on the ledge, took off his space helmet and blinked his eyes. He looked almost exactly like a frog, so much so that Archie would have thought he was a frog, if it wasn't for the fact that he had just come out of a rocket wearing a space helmet, and his rocket had bits of asteroids squished on it. Archie Connor, he intoned, of 7 Everson Lane, Small Town. I am here to kidnap you. Kidnap me? Archie exclaimed. Why? I need you to help save my planet from destruction. And the journey is long, Frogmore Frederick said. You're in your pyjamas, yes? And you will need to sleep on the rocket. That is napping, is it not? And you are a kid, is this correct? So I will kidnap you now. And when you wake up, we will be on planet G and you will help me save it from destruction. This was not quite what Archie understood by kidnapping, but he'd always wanted to visit another planet, and of course he didn't want Frogmore Frederick's planet to be destroyed, so he agreed to do it. He climbed out the window, still in his pyjamas, and stood beside the frog on the lawn. And although the frog was only a few centimetres high, barely the size of a drinking cup, he found that the rocket was big enough for Archie to walk up three stairs and seat himself inside, in a slick silver pod with a shining seatbelt. It was a beautiful rocket. The walls were made of plasma and there were lights all over it like a video game. Frogmore Frederick Suctionopolis XV watched Archie put his seatbelt on and made sure it was attached properly. Then he put on his navigator sunglasses and gave a short nod. Now it is time to nap, he said to Archie. When you wake up, we will be one billion trillion light years away. Archie wasn't at all sleepy, but one billion trillion light years is a long way. He somehow found himself asleep before too long at all, and when he woke up, he and Frogmore Frederick were on Planet G. Planet G was a funny little planet. They had landed on a kind of beach. There were purple trees and giant black and white fish in the water that periodically leapt up from the surf and tried to nip at what looked like lots of tiny insects on the surface of the swell. Archie leaned down and saw that they were teeny tiny surfers. Our planet has lots of microwaves, said Frogmore Frederick Suctionopolis XV haughtily. That's what you say when the waves are very tiny, yes? These tiny surfers surf on them. And then the piano tuners tried to eat them. Archie could only nod. He supposed it made sense. Frogmore Frederick blinked his toady eyes. Now, I will dress you in appropriate clothing, he said. He blinked once more. Archie looked down. His feet were now wearing slippers that looked like giant bear paws. Everyone wears bare feet on the beach, do they not? said Frogmore Frederick. Archie supposed they did. Would you like a soft drink? asked Frederick Frogmore then. Archie had been sleeping quite a while and he did feel quite thirsty, so he nodded. Frogmore Frederick reached into his bag and pulled out a can, but the aluminium melted and he couldn't hold it. It was a bit too soft. And how about an egg roll? Archie tried to take it, but it rolled away too fast. 
Frogmore Frederick didn't notice, though, because he was already striding to a shiny red sports car that was parked under a tree. Come with me, he said impatiently. We've got an investigator waiting to meet you. An investigator? asked Archie in awe. He'd never met a real detective. The car door opened, and as Archie climbed in, Frogmore Frederick said, Watch the car, pet. A giant fluffy pet poked its head out from under the car seat and snapped at him. Archie jumped. Then he looked closer. It was actually a kind of cute panda. You can pet him, said Frogmore Frederick. So Archie tried, but the panda made a squealing sound and clambered to the back seat where it sat. Frogmore Frederick sighed. It's pandemonium. I wish I never bought a car pet at all. The car started up and soon it was zooming. They went over crazy hills and past fluorescent towns. Frogmore Frederick pointed out the car parks where racing cars and pickup trucks sprouted like flowers and the ponds were made of oil. Giant round creatures flew between the cars. Baseball bats, said Frogmore Frederick, and I'd love to show you a rock band while you're here, but we really won't have time. They zoomed past a pile of rocks and some musical instruments, but it really didn't seem too exciting to Archie. At last they reached their destination. A crocodile wearing a trench coat strolled out holding a clipboard. He was just about to shake hands with Archie when Frogmore Frederick suddenly yelled out, Duck! Everyone ducked. But it was just a yellow duck approaching, wearing a scientist's lab coat. Ah, Quackerjack, said the investigator. You've come to join us. Here's the human boy I've been telling you about. Quackerjack seemed pleased to meet Archie. He shook his hand. I'm glad you could come, said the duck. You see, we've been studying planet Earth for a long time now and trying to be just like you. I think you would agree it's been a great success. Just look at this place. We've got tow trucks, screwdrivers, cool beans unicorns, sweet potatoes. Absolutely everything has received the seal of approval. It's very nice, said Archie, but why do you need me? It all seems to be working very well. The investigator, Quackerjack and Frogmore Frederick suddenly all looked suspicious. It does look nice, said Quackerjack. We've been working hard to make it just like planet Earth, but for our next creation, we're concerned. We heard that on your planet, the essential thing for human happiness was to instigate some random acts of kindness. Ah, uh, said Archie. But before he could say anything, the investigator said hurriedly, We've made the axe. It's a very good axe. It is very shiny and very bright. It's the best axe you've ever seen. But we don't see how a random axe could help anyone. Frogmore Frederick added worriedly, It is an axe, so it is sharp, and it's for cutting things, yes? But what will the people be cutting with this random axe? If we release the random acts of kindness onto our populace, will they destroy one another with it? Archie couldn't help it. He laughed. It's acts, he told them. You have to be kind to one another. It's really a very simple thing. An axe is for cutting, but an act is when you do something. It just means doing a nice thing for someone for no reason. The more that everyone does nice things for other people for no reason, the happier everyone is. It's about positivity. Positivity? the investigator asked. Do you drink it with milk, hot or cold? No, chuckled Archie. Positivity, just being happy and nice. It's not too hard. You don't have to worry about making things or being like planet Earth. Just be yourselves. Be nice to one another. You don't need the help of anyone for that. The nicer you are to people, the nicer they'll be to you. Frogmore Frederick, the investigator, and Quackerjack nodded happily. We see, they cried. It's so simple, said Frogmore Frederick. You are a superhero, cried Quackerjack. I really have to tell you, said the investigator, as they walked Archie back to the car. 
I really am your biggest fan. What would you like to do here before you go? There are still 40 minutes till Earth morning, as even though it's billions of light years away, we'll be going backwards in time when you zoom home. In that case, I'd love to fly that, said Archie. He pointed to a crazy-looking aeroplane with a sail jutting out from the side. Ah, plane sailing, said the investigator. By all means. They jumped in together and did a whole lot of zooming and whirly gigs. When Archie was done, it was time for him to get back in the rocket. His new friends waved him fondly goodbye as Frogmore Frederick checked his seatbelt again. Soon they would be soaring back out of the atmosphere and into the deep chasms of space, homeward bound. But first, Archie gazed out at Planet G on the cusp of learning about random acts of kindness and saw something very special, the beautiful planet below. It was like a picture. And he had goosebumps. The End Thank you for reading with storyberries.com Free stories for kids.